What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of The Start Down. I am your host, Mike Ficarra, and I am uh, excited to be here. Uh, solo episode today, just me, nobody else, um, all by my lonesome, uh, and, and hopefully you enjoy that. I appreciate it. I hope you've been enjoying the great interviews we've had this year so far. I think we've had some, some really good ones um, and some great more uh, that are going to be coming as well. Um, confession time too. If you follow me on social media, uh, which is at Mike Ficarra on uh, most social media platforms and MikeFicarra.com to see what those are. One of the things that you've probably seen is, um, I, I had a confession early in the year. I didn't get to do as many podcasts as I wanted to last year. And, and, uh, you know, when I got those, you know, we all got those end of the year things from social media and Spotify, right? Everyone sent to these end of the year reports is the best songs you listened to or how many posts you did. And, your most engaged post and your most liked post. Well, I got one from, uh, I think it's BuzzFeed, which is, or Buzzsprout or BuzzFeed, I should know that, <laughs> that we host uh, our podcast on. And when I got it, um, I was a little disappointed. I was like, man, that's 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 uh, all I did. I did. I did a lot less episodes than I normally do. I try to do once a week. So uh, obviously, you know, I, I like to be in that, that, you know, at least 45 to 50 range. And I was, I was much more below that. Um, you know, knowing I'm going to miss a few weeks here or there because of holidays or whatnot, but I, I really like to try to at least do one a week throughout the year, um, if at all possible. And I was much lower. Um, and I started thinking about it. Why, right? Why was I, I much lower? And, and I think there's a few reasons. Number one, um, just got, you know, lazy, um, didn't record as many solo episodes, didn't, uh, schedule as many interviews as I normally do. Um, I'm usually very active on either social media, putting out requests for people to be on my show, uh, or I use a software called Podbooker. There's another one out there called Podmatch. Um, you know, I'm usually on there uh, monitoring those softwares or reaching out to people saying, hey, would you like to be a guest on my show? Um, the other thing is, and and uh, why not blame COVID? Everyone else does, right, at some point. So let's let's go with the COVID blame. I didn't do as much networking this year, right, um, travel-wise. Didn't travel in 2021 as much as I normally do. Didn't attend as many events. And that's usually a great place where uh, when I do meet people when I'm traveling or networking, it's always a good opportunity to say, hey, would you like to be on my podcast? Or it was great to meet you. And, you know, the, it, it's one of the great ways that I like to kind of continue the conversation. And that just didn't happen as much in 2021. So I think that was also a reason for the decline. Uh, the third reason is, and, and kind of a good reason, I think, you know, I, let, let's end on that. Um, I was guesting on a lot more podcasts. I launched my book last year. I was able to be a guest on a lot of podcasts. So normally that time I would have dedicated to recording my own episodes I was out there with other people on their podcast recording uh, for them. So, you know, it's it's uh, not not a good excuse, not a great excuse. But as I moved into 2022, obviously, I set some goals. I want to try to do a lot more podcasts, but then also manage my expectations. OK, you know, I should be putting out then let's let's shoot for two or three a month consistently and try to, you know, maybe instead of four a month, like I've been trying to do, um, you know, I, I try to manage that and, and maybe look at things a little bit differently. So doing one every week. Um, you know, look at maybe doing just two or three a month. Um, but to be honest with you, one of the things I did see is that the the downloads and the listens went up. So uh, thank you to all of you <laughs> specifically who are listening right now, um, you know, because that means that that, you know, people enjoyed the podcast. So while I did less episodes, I got I got more downloads and and uh, more listens, which is really exciting. So uh, I'm excited about that as we move into 2022, just to give you guys some some. Uh, catch up and story things. And then I'll get into kind of the crust of what I want to talk about in today's episode. Big things coming up. Um, my partner, Brandon, uh, Brandito Salish and I are going to start to do some press uh, and, and some different things on, on the PR side. 
Um, we're really kind of treating ourselves like a client this year and investing in that because we encourage all of our clients to do PR and press and putting themselves out there and writing more articles. So you'll see things coming out from me, an entrepreneur and, and some other things, as well as hopefully uh, being on air and then Alicia as well. So I'm really excited about that. Um, the other thing is, and that may help with the podcast listens, you never know. Uh, the other thing is I'm excited because I kind of, um, you know, what I do, which no one really knows what I do. I don't even know what I do. So <laughs> that's why I appreciate you listening. Um, I'm kind of starting my own little venture this year, something I'm doing a little side business, a little side hustle, if you will, um, of my own. I consult for a lot of people. I'm deeply involved in their businesses, but I'm kind of starting something this year, or really two things, actually. Um, one's, one's a hobby and one's a little bit of a side hustle business. Um, you know, Kind of going along with two of my passions. One of them is with cigars. Uh, I am an avid cigar smoker. Uh, but not a a cigar aficionado, as they would say. Um, I really enjoy cigars. I can tell you enough about them. I'm very, I smoke pretty regularly, but not enough to be unhealthy in case my insurance providers are listening. Um, But I do enjoy a cigar from time to time with a nice scotch, Um, but I'm a very casual smoker. And and one of the things that I feel if I, you know, and looking at the market, the reason why I want to do what I'm about to tell you is, um, when you go on a lot of cigar websites, and I and I kind of understand cigars pretty well, their websites to purchase cigars could be very overwhelming. So I want to create uh, what I'm uh, affectionately calling Guido Cigars, which if you know me or know anything, I've always wanted to name one of my kids Guido. Um, my wife has been very against that. So uh, if I can't name a child after it, I might as well name a business. So Guido Cigars, uh, going to go with that Italian theme and my strong Italian heritage, a little bit of forget about it. Uh, but kind of making it the everyday cigar smokers, uh, you know, online store. Very easy, very quick to find what you need. You don't, you're not going to have to sort through 50 different brands or 50 different cuts and this and that. It's like, hey, what do you want? Boom, boom, boom. Uh, and we should be able to get you there quickly. So excited about that. Um, been researching it. Um, been looking into it. Had some interesting phone calls over the last couple of weeks. So kind of excited to see where that goes. Could go nowhere. Um, but at least I'm putting the effort into it. And, and obviously I'll be documenting some of that here on the podcast and sharing that with you. Because like I said, a lot of times I'm I'm spending time and money growing other people's business, but this is really going to be something that I'm kind of doing um, for me because uh, it's a hobby and it's something I enjoy and kind of going on my own in that direction. The other thing that I'm super excited about is I am launching a podcast, a second podcast actually with my son, Anthony. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, kind of looking at managing the expectations and setting the goals of this podcast, I was like, well, I'm going to be recording with Anthony. Uh, I got to do that. And and it was his idea. He wanted to do it. He came to me. He's like, I really want to start my own podcast and talk about sports. Would you do it with me? Uh, So we're going to do a sports-based podcast called The Three Points. Um, So you'll be hearing a lot more about about that as we go along as well. So I'm excited. uh, Looking forward to this year. Looking forward to what's going to happen. Um, But I want to talk about a few things because, uh, you know, this podcast is probably going to drop towards that February time. I'm recording it mid-January. And I'm already seeing the bullshit out there. <laughs> Let's talk about some things, people. Um, everybody's coming up with their, you know, I, I still crack up laughing when I think about, I remember, man, January 2020, everybody had that 2020 vision, right? <laughs> they had goals for 2020. Oh, I got 2020 vision. What's going to happen? Then what happened, right? COVID hit like a ton of bricks. And then that saying disappeared. We didn't hear any of it. I you know, if there's any good that came out of COVID, it's that people kept stop saying uh, 2020 vision. I think that's a that's a that's a positive thing. Uh, but this year's trend, as it seems to me, uh, this year's entrepreneurial cliche that everybody's throwing out there tends to be, "Well, I'm not setting goals this year." <laughs> uh, and I'm 
stop laughing. Uh, I guess it's good when you laugh on a solo podcast. Is that is that weird? But man, if this is not the cheesy 2022 trend, uh, I'm not setting goals this year. And I don't know who started it. I don't know who said it first. But every little parrot out there, every parrot coach, every parrot entrepreneur, BS person out there is touting this. I'm not setting goals this year. I'm making promises and I, or I'm, they've given goals. They're basically still goals, but they give it some other cheesy name um, because like, you know, a goal is something that, that you said and you write it down. It's nice. But you know, if you don't put action behind it, well, no shit, Sherlock, like <laughs> you're just figuring this out. Um, you know, so they're calling promises. And if I make a promise to myself, I can't let myself down or they're calling them I don't know. Like I've heard tons of different stuff. And if you've heard what stupid fucking things people are calling it, feel free to put it in the comments below. And I don't want to sound bitter. I'm not judging anybody. I think everybody's got their, their own uh, kind of, you know, I guess direction, if you will. But my whole thing is, you know, why are we doing that? Why are we, you know, giving these things a, a name and thinking we're choosing something differently? And more importantly, why are we parroting this? Um, is it really that good of an idea? Uh, is it really that original of an idea that we're going to call it that, or that we're going to go in that direction? So, you know, which leads me into kind of my point. And, and, and like I said, I'm not knocking anybody. I think it's funny because like you see it happening and you see everyone, you know, repeating the same thing, which I'm sure that means Tony Robbins or somebody said it at some point that everyone's like, Oh, that's a good fucking idea. And I'm going to say that too. And then, like I said, the, the coaching parrots get out there on, on social media and start putting it out there. But you know, it, it leads me to my next point. And, and this is rooted in an actual story. I saw somebody post something online and, and long story short, without giving the context, they were looking for a unicorn, right? And then not only were they looking for a unicorn, they were looking for a ninja, a unicorn ninja <laughs> is what they were looking for. Um, and, and it's funny because as I heard this um, and, and I thought about the saying is, you know, in, in, I think in business we're so rooted in, I think the possibilities, right? And, and let's not be negative here. I'm not trying to be negative. I think the great thing about being an entrepreneur, the great thing about being a visionary or someone who who, who sees things a little bit differently than, than everyone else is that you have the ability to not get stuck in a system, right? You have the ability to see things, you see things differently. And, you know, I, I disagree immensely with the entrepreneurial community when they say you need to leave your nine to five to be an entrepreneur. There's a lot of people doing much more innovative things in their nine to five job than you are as a entrepreneur repeating the same shit everyone else is saying online. So let's let's get that out of the way. Um, secondly, I, I think that the idea of entrepreneurs have vision, but 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 vision and clarity are two different things, right? I, I kidded around about the 2020 vision thing before, but I think very often, you know, unicorns don't exist, right? And I think it's, you know, we use these words and I know they're not literally looking for a unicorn, but it's saying that it's something rare. It's something that you never see. Um, and I was kidding around with my team the other day. I said, we really should do a social media campaign around unicorns. It's really just a donkey with a horn on its head. And when it falls off, it turns out you got a jackass, <laughs> you know, um, I just think that it just doesn't happen that way. Right. Why? Because no one person is really a unicorn. And when you think about what a unicorn is, right, it's this mythical made up character that a lot of people keep telling the story about over and over again. What is a ninja? A ninja is someone you don't see, but they move in the shadows or they move in the distance. And I think if you look at the mythology of both of these, very often the unicorn's life, if you will, is given through story of multiple people telling that. 
a ninja, uh, if they're able to do these things, you don't see them. They move quick in the night. It could be one ninja. It could be 10 ninjas. Have you ever seen? I remember there was this movie I watched when I was a little kid. It was called Three Ninjas. And you never knew which direction the ninjas were coming in. You thought it was one person, but it was actually three people uh, acting like one person, right? So if you think of these unicorns and you think of these ninjas, they're really based on story and, and multiple people not realizing where it's from. So, you know, my whole thing is, and, and this person was looking to hire someone for marketing and, and, and I basically in a nutshell was like, you're going to fail massively, man. If you go in this direction, you're going to fail massively because you're putting all your marketing problems on one person looking for that unicorn with a ninja skill that you're going to try to double down on when really you're better off building a team, right? What makes unicorns such a unique thing is that they, they don't really exist, but the story has been told by so many passionate people that you think it exists. The ninjas work together to make you think that they're one person. That's what you need to be looking for, is that combination of people that are able to tell the story and that are able to have a team behind them and act in one person. And I think, you know, the minute I mention to people, would you be opposed to hiring a team? The first thing they go to is, hey, I've hired marketing agencies before. I hate agencies. It's never worked out. I've lost a lot of money because did you really do your homework though? Like I would ask you a question. Did you really meet their whole team? You know, did you go on their website? Did you validate their people? Did you ask to get on a call with their team? Did you see that there's depth to their team? Like you come to me and you say, Hey Mike, I want to get on with your team. And I tell you, I've got a website person, a video person, a graphic person, a strategy person, a project manager, someone that understands their management. I could put all 10 of those people on a call at any time, at any time. But how many people can really do that? So I think a lot of times you got to wonder, like people say, oh, well, I've been screwed. So now I'm going to go in this direction. But did you did, did, did they lie to you or did you lie to yourself in thinking that you found a unicorn or you found a ninja when really you didn't? You know, and, and one of the things is, I mean, unicorn and ninjas are great. Their stories, they're mythical, they're, they're one offs. Um, but if you if you hear real life stories of people who bought empire, you know, built empires or or ever been successful, um, they built empires. They've been successful. They grew businesses, not because of a unicorn, not because of, of a ninja, um, but because of a team or because of an army or because of a following or because of a community. These are the things that build teams, man. Stop chasing the unicorns and ninjas because they don't exist. They're cute. They're adorable storytelling. Uh, I'll tell you right now, my daughter had a ninja shirt, uh, not a ninja shirt on. <laughs> That'd be really cool if she had a ninja shirt on. My daughter had a unicorn shirt on the other day. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that led me to think about this. And, and why? Because you know, it makes them happy, you know? And when we think about mystical stories or we think about storytelling, there's nothing wrong with that, right? So I, I don't want to take away this, like the idea that a unicorn might exist or finding that unicorn person. And listen, I got people on my team that, that, and I, and I'm, I'm the first one that I ask everybody when they get on the call, I don't care all the things you can do. Tell me your one ninja skill. Tell me what you're really good at. That what you do best. That's what you specialize in. And I think I use that term. I really haven't thought about it until this year because I always use that term very casually because it's just something, a cliche term we always, always use. Um, but I think, that, you know, most people, while they can do a lot of things, they're usually only good, really good at one thing when it comes to their job, right? And that's why they build a team around them. And believe me, I'm the first one to, to, to claim guilty on this. I mean, I can't tell you how long in my own entrepreneurial career, and I talk about this in the book, you know, in the book, like Socks on a Rooster, um, you know, that, that I thought I had to do everything. I thought I had to be the man. I thought I had to be the guy, um, you know, you know, that did everything and never said no. And, and I can't tell you the massive amount of fa failures and the shit I've stepped in, um, in, in trying to be that unicorn. I just ended up stepping in a whole lot of horse shit, to be honest with you. Um, but you know, really, I think the idea is 
to, to be able to build that team around you, you know? And I think understanding too, especially when it comes to marketing, you know, and, and I'm very hesitant to call myself an expert in marketing, but I think I've had more experience than most in it. Um, in that marketing is in no way a one man band, you know, and I think we've been, um, confused. I think, I don't want to say we've been, we've been tricked. I think we've been confused by looking at, at, at some great marketers online, you know, the Gary V's of the world, the Billy genius, um, even the Russell brand, you know, Brunson's, um, you see, you see the, the celebrity, if you will. And I always, you know, giving into a sports analogy, you know, you see the quarterback, but you never see only a quarterback get on the field, right? There's always a team of people behind them. And I think we've, we've taken the idea of the Gary V's and, and there's some people that are really good at not marketing maybe, but speaking and mimicking and acting. You know, I talked about the parrots before and that's why this whole no goal setting thing cracks me up. There's a lot of people that are good at talking about it online or in front of the camera. And I also know a lot of people who are really bad at talking about marketing online or in front of the camera, but the people that are bad in front of camera usually are able to do marketing really well behind the scenes. And the people that are good about talking about it on camera suck at doing it behind the scenes. And listen, I have fallen victim to this. Um, I've lost my money. I've lost my clients' money. I've lost reputation. I've lost respect by investing in people who seem like giant marketers online. They seem like a unicorn. They seem like a ninja, right? I thought, yeah, I found the the marketing unicorn we need, and we're going to pay them a shit ton of money, and it's going to work out. Or I found the marketing ninja, um, and they weren't, right? Because their perception online, they were really good at telling the story. They're really good at being a unicorn, but maybe they weren't good at being a ninja, right? They weren't good at working. They didn't really didn't have a team behind them. Uh, they had the facade of what looked like a team, um, but there really was no team and there was no direction. So I think it's very important to kind of look at, you know, the goals you're setting. And especially if you're at a growth point, I think a lot of people, as we move into 2022 and, and uh, you know, as they kid around, as we're in season three of, <laughs> of the COVID story, which we thought was only going to be one, you know, that idea of shaking things out and shaking the tree. I said, I think we separated the men from the boys, if you will. Um, the, you know, the, the, the real from the fake, um, you know, you're starting to see that. And a lot of people this year are primed for growth. I think a lot of people are primed for growth, but they're going back to making those 2019 mistakes, if you will. They're, they're going back to looking for, I got to find the unicorn. I got to find this. There's a huge talent pool out there, but man, if anything wins, and, and I think before you're looking, the, the winning is in the team, right? And look at building the team before looking for the one thing or the one individual or the one piece that's going to take you to the next level. Because, you know, it's not always one piece. Maybe one piece is the tipping point, but it's always going to be something bigger than that. I mean, you know, nowadays it's not hard to vet people out, you know? Um, and, and listen, I even see people with teams on their websites. And then when you go look on LinkedIn, those people haven't worked there in three years. I mean, these things take minutes, minutes to look at, minutes to research, minutes to be sure on. But when you do this, you ensure success. You know, you ensure what you're doing. Um, you know, it's it's very easy, uh, like I said, to say the cliches and to say, I'm going to find a unicorn or I'm going to find a ninja and, and to really chase that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. All that stuff's beautiful. But at the end of the day, there's certain realities to business and there's certain realities to success. And the success is, is that no one does it alone. You know, no one expert does it alone. Even if you hire someone, odds are they have, well, this person helped me out. You know, um, typical interview questions, a lot of people don't ask, you know, I mean, I would even ask someone if I'm hiring them, where'd you have success at your last job? Well, who was a part of that success? Who helped you out? Who was on your team? Who'd you work with? Who'd you do this with? I go deep because there's no way that one person had all that success by themselves, you know, me included, right? 
Um, so I like to dig deep and, and sort of ask those questions in the interview process and see what that looks like. So, you know, I, I think we got to stop this cliche-ness and, that, and that's, that's going to be a big theme of my podcast this year. I'm starting to look like the old man with the gray hair. If you're watching this on video, I'm starting to sound like the bitter old man a little bit. So I, that's one of the things I'm setting you cool to be careful, but we got to stop guys. We got to stop with the cliches. We got to stop with the repeating things that we hear other people say that are, you know, there's no, and listen, if you believe it, great, God bless you. But if there's no substance behind it, come on, you know, um, and, and don't try to rebrand something that's, that's worked for hundreds of years as something new, you know, a goal, you call it a goal of promise. You can call it a toothpick if you want, but if the process is the same, it's still the same thing. Right. And you're not fooling anyone. You're not being innovative, be innovative with this, be innovative with your heart, right? Be innovative with your heart. You know, too many of us are using our mind and trying to find the trick or the saying or the thing, be innovative with your heart. And when you're true with that and you're real with that, that's where you'll be successful. Some of the most successful entrepreneurs I helped have not had the smartest strategy or the best direction or all this, but they've had the biggest heart. And that's what's won every time. And those people who overthink and overanalyze and overlook at things, they're the ones that have experienced the biggest failure. So, you know, as we move into this year, think about that stuff. Stop looking for the unicorn. Stop looking for the ninjas. Stop getting on Facebook Live or Instagram Live and repeating the same cliche sayings unless you believe them, which, okay, but I highly doubt that. Be real, right? Get out there and be real. Say the things that you really think. Be honest. You know, stop repeating things. Stop being a parrot to the things that you've heard. Uh, and, and if you have heard it somewhere else, give credit, man, give credit. Like, I'm okay with that too. If you're like, hey, listen, I'm, I got ready to set my goals this year. And then I heard someone else say, you know, no, you know, I'm not setting goals, but then they went about it in this way. I'm like, you know what? That's the same mistake I'm making. That's teaching, right? But just trying to make it sound like you're innovative by repeating something else that someone else heard. Like, I even saw someone the other day post something and I'm like, yeah, there's no way. And then and someone asked him, oh, where'd you learn that? And like, oh, I taught myself. And I'm like, that's like the oldest saying. That saying's older than I am. <laughs> there's no way you taught yourself that. We've all heard it. I know 15 people that you follow say that shit all the time. So, um, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of you being honest with yourself, you being true to yourself, and you being consistent. Right. Those are the things that are going to win. Those are the things that you're going to do well with. And and like I said, it's OK. I, I think these cliche sayings are, are cliche for a reason because they work, you know. So so look at them, um, but going against them and going against the grain of them. And listen, I wrote a book on this. Right. So I know uh, they work, but then it's also going beyond that. And just saying that, that you're going to frame it another way. Hey, set a goal, but then make a promise to yourself that you're going to follow that goal. Like, why not do that? Like instead of just like like lying to people and being like, oh, I'm not gonna call it a goal. I'm gonna call it a promise because the promise. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know why I find it so funny, uh, but it, it does make me laugh. But you know, do the things that you care about. Do the things that you love. Do the things that make you happy. Um, and, and once again, that's very cliche. I get it. I'm 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 falling victim to that, but it's true, man. Like it's really true because I've worked on stuff that I don't enjoy. Um, and I just, I can't get into it. And, and at the end of the day though, too, just know that sometimes, uh, let's throw another cliche saying out there. You're going to have to embrace the suck. <laughs> You're going to have to embrace the hard work. I mean, listen, we all got to do things we don't like, right? I mean, it's, uh, it's every day. I mean, even the things we enjoy, you know, you're going to have to do things that, that you don't like in order to get what you want. Right. And I think we have to understand that, um, there's no way to eliminate the things you don't enjoy. There's ways to minimize them. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's no way to to eliminate that completely. And that's what's going to separate the good from the great. And listen, 
every year is a new start, but but it's also the same shit, different toilet, right? Because a lot of people just get into that same routine over and over again. So it's up to you on the direction you want to go in or the massive change or the things you want to do. Stop, you know, falling victim to these things. And like I said, I'm, I do it on a daily basis. I've done it on this podcast probably 15 times, but that's the thing we have to be careful of. Stop chasing the unicorn. Stop looking for the ninjas and, and build something that's real, man. Find things that are real. And really do your homework, right? Dig deep. Uh, look beyond the surfacey things that are out there. Look beyond, uh, you know, just what you think. And more importantly, like I said, with this, think with this more than with this, you know. And that's and that's what will we'll let you win. And once again, I know that's even a cliche saying, and that's hard to do. But also know the situations too where you need to think with your mind and not your heart, right? You know, learn the situations where. As much as my heart tells me I, I want to do this, my mind tells me it's not a good idea, you know, and vice versa. As much as logically I think this isn't bad, but in my heart, I know, I know that's right. And, you know, it's one of the big things that I even on my podcast and, and, and I've talked to a lot of the guests that I've had. And, man, I still don't have a clear answer on this, but I keep asking it because I, I believe it's, it's a true way to learn is, you know, as an entrepreneur, and I don't have the answer for this, but I, I love asking this question because every time I ask it, I'm it. How do you know when you're failing or you're just hitting a wall and you need to keep pushing through it? You know, because there is a point where, 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 where you will be failing and you'll have to move on. And you'll have to give up. And every successful person has done that. You know, from Gary Vee has plenty of ventures he's failed at. Uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's had ventures he's failed at. And they know when to call it quits, right? But they also know when to push on. And, and that's such a, there's no answer for it. I haven't got a clear answer on it, but I love asking the question. When should you quit and when should you push on? So when you're experiencing adversity, look at that. You know, when are you going to hit failure? When, when can you learn from other people's mistakes? When can you do these things? Um, and, and it's really, I mean, you just got to constantly question these things. And, and, you know, anyone that tells you they have it figured out or they have it, they have it, you know, all locked down, it's not true because every day is different. Everything's evolving. And you need to be that way too, evolving, changing, adapting, and growing. So um, so that's my thing for today. So enjoy 2022. Whatever you're going to do, set goals, make promises, <laughs> whatever makes you happy. Uh, you know, But stop chasing the unicorns and ninjas because they don't exist. They're not real for a reason. But look for real people. Look for teams. Look for strength in numbers. Look for results. Do your homework. And I promise you, you will win every time, especially when it comes to marketing. Uh, this is something that's going to be so true. So I appreciate this. Uh, appreciate you tuning in for more great episodes like this. Visit down the startdown.com uh, to learn more about me, MikeFacara.com, at MikeFacara on most social media platforms. Uh, I appreciate it. Hey, and by the way, if you blatantly disagree with this, blow me up on social media. Blast me in the comments below. I love it. I want to I wanna hear what you think. Once again, I'm doing this podcast. It's just my opinions, my thoughts. I'm getting little things out there. Uh, but I really appreciate all of you who are listening. So I will see you on the next episode. Appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, startdown.com, mikefacara.com. I will see you on the next episode.